Are you ready to unapologetically unleash your bold and define your life, money, and business? Define You Radio Class is in session with host the Southern Belle of Bold, Valencia Griffin-Wallace, brings you the stories behind the glory. Hear from women and men who decided that life didn't define them. They were going to define themselves. Pen and Papers Ready Class is now in session. Welcome, 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 and thank you for tuning in to Define You Radio. I'm your host, Valencia Griffin-Wallace, and it's so funny with what we're talking about today, overcoming things and anything to find a purpose and technical difficulties was going on. So, yeah, I had to overcome that to bring you guys a great show tonight. My e- my mini ebook of quotes for queens, keep it queen like it's still available at ValenciaGWallace.com. Also, side note, I'm giving away two free tickets to Life by Design Live in Red Deer, Canada, in which my Southern Belle self will be speaking. If you want to be included in a drawing, inbox me on Facebook with your defining words, or shoot me an email at Valencia at ValenciaGWallace.com. Well, on to tonight's class, guys. It's just too funny. Life happens, right? What do you do when the obstacles of life send you through shocking transitions? Do you sink or swim? Tonight was a perfect example. I decided I wanted to swim, just like our guest or like I say, our guest teacher tonight, Miss Gina Canone, she decided to swim and overcome the obstacles to find and live her purpose. She holds many titles, including life coach, radio show host, author, and many more. Her true purpose is to help people achieve happiness, success, spiritual growth, and to live a purposeful life. One of her many books, and we are definitely going to get into this, guys. It's going to be a really good show. Um, It's Time to Believe is about answered prayers. Isn't that a great feeling to have answered prayers? And how one can find fortune, happiness, loving relationships, and a clearer path to achieve personal and professional goals. She uses amazing true stories of her own life, along with advice and guidance on how to find your true path. Here she is on Define You Radio to discuss overcoming anything to find a purpose, like I overcame technical difficulties to find the purpose of this show. With that being said, let's welcome Gina to the show. Gina? Hi, Hi Valencia. How are you today? I'm I'm doing great. It was basically an uneventful day, and uh, life happens, though. Life happens. That is is quite uh, interesting, what happens. I know. It it just goes on the way it's supposed to go, and we're just in it. Yes, (laughs) yes. So why don't you tell the audience a little bit more about you and fill in the gaps that I may have left out tonight? Sure. 
Yes, and you're right about I hold a lot of titles, but I want everyone to know that everything I do is interconnecting and intertwining. So it comes off like I do a lot of things, but it really, it all melds together for me, so I don't feel like I'm doing a million things. Uh, But I am a hypnotic life coach. I'm a master hypnotherapist. Uh, Of course, I'm an author. My second book um, is just released this week. Um, I also teach at the Institute of Hypnotherapy. I teach certification courses, uh, spiritual hypnotherapies. Uh, What else do I do? I'm a medium, uh, which is very helpful being intuitive uh, with the, the things that I do, uh, helping other people. Uh, I do do crystal Reiki. Um, I basically just love um, really the holistic life, uh, career lifestyle that I have. Um, each day is so unique and different and beautiful. And I just feel blessed. I feel blessed to have experienced all the things I've experienced. And I have to tell you, it's like a calling to absolutely give back. A lot of people need a lot of guidance and help. Um, and you really have, I believe, you have to have lived through it to help people. Um, you know, you could talk and say you did, you know, try to help somebody, but if you didn't experience, like I never had children, but so I can't really tell, talk to anybody about, I can't coach somebody through pregnancy. I wouldn't be the sure. best person to call upon, <laughs> you know, like, you know, push it out already. <laughs> right. All I could um, say is what I saw in movies. That's funny. <laughs> but I have experienced a lot. And, um, you know, I just, uh, I got the writing bug. I never set out in life to ever be an author or to write. I always liked writing, but not to write and actually you know, put out books. Uh, so, you know, that, that's that been a, an interesting journey for me. I have the doors are left open for me to experience whatever divine power wants to send my way. And I'm just, I you know, I'm just going to take you every road and it's going to lead where I'm supposed to go. And, you know, that's how I live. And that's what I teach. And it's just wonderful. Oh. And and I I love that you are open to what life brings. And um, one of the things that I I was telling somebody this earlier today or yesterday, and I was like, when I became open, it seemed like it my creativity opened up, the possibilities opened up. I no longer had that that fear of what if. I just became open to why not. Oh, you have definitely surpassed that, that fear level. I don't have any fear anymore. Um, but I feel like the more fear you have experienced and, 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 and have hurdled them, and you and you've gotten through those obstacles. Uh, after after so many of them, and and you've conquered it, it just kind of dissipates. It goes away. Like there's really um, there's only certain fears left. I guess it would be health issues, you know, to fear for your own health and 
you know, even that you, you can you can overcome it, but and anything else, there's no fear. Um, you know, we I, I I truly live worry free finally. And I never did. I mean, I used to have anxiety. I had insomnia. I had so many things. That's what made me go and become a hypnotherapist. It was one of the only modalities that actually worked on me. And I couldn't believe it. Uh, you know, hypnotherapy, NLP, eye movement therapy, um, all these things worked in a very short period of time. And uh, I got to get rid of um, fears and uh, guilt and and things that just were holding me back. And I got over other things like anxiety and insomnia. Um, I still kind of, I'm just, I'm a light sleeper. I, I really don't need a lot of sleep, so. <laughs> See, one of, it's, it's funny that you are a hypnotic life coach. It's funny in the way that being hypnotized is like, one thing I'm like, I don't know if I want somebody kicking around in there, you know. Um, and I'm sure you you get that a lot. So we're definitely going to have to discuss that a little later in the show. But I want to talk about your your major life transitions, the things that you had to overcome. Yeah, um, I have to tell you, it's been quite an experience. Experience, um, but you know the hardest things I've had to overcome have been things that were sudden and shocking, and and compounding. So I had compounding grief. Um, but my husband died um, within three seconds in a very sudden uh, accident, and you know you get that phone call and and a, and a shocking sudden death just puts you in, I would say, in an immediate shock, one, and then an instant, an instant, the lowest depression you could be in. It's, it's, you know, unless you've experienced it, it's quite, it's scary. You know, it's scary to think you can feel that bad and that heaviness and life's not worth living and uh, it's terrible. And then my mother, then my father, and then I got sick. Um, so I had a lot of compounding things that I had to overcome. I also had incidences in life where um, I won't get into the details, but uh, it was with, within my family and with my husband, but there were things that, I, that happened and then I found out on the news. And you just, you know, like everybody's calling you. You're like the last to know. Like, did you see the news? Did you see? I'm like, God, no, I've been busy, you know. Um, and it, it's just like these things that set you back. Um, and they do set you back. And, and, and people that have the listeners out there and that you have to experience these, these uh, turbulences in life, uh, you know, that set you back. Uh, you may not feel like going to work. So I call it, you know, there's compounding incidences after all of this. It's, it just keeps going. So now you get hit with a life-changing situation, and now you feel depressed. Now you, you, you don't feel like going to work. Now you have loss of income. You might have to move. 
which I moved three times since my husband passed. You're changing your home life. You're changing your work life. And it really can be overwhelming. Um, I'm actually going to write a third book, and I started it, and it's going to be um, about overcoming a lot of these issues and what you have to do. Um, You do have to take baby steps, but if you take no steps, you go nowhere. So you have to take you have to take a step, even if it's the teeniest, teeniest step each day. I remember taking a first step. Uh, I laid in bed and on the couch in complete darkness for three months after my husband died. It was such a horrendous accident. It wasn't a car accident. It was it was just a horrendous accident. He actually was working almost 20 stories up on a building and fell off the building. And it was just horrendous. And I, as a, as a, as a psychic, I actually the night before dreamt of him breaking every bone in his body. And I was up all night tossing and turning. I, it was, I, wasn't, I was in New York and he was in Florida. And I'm just like, why would I dream such horrendous dreams? Right? So I thought he was going to get into an accident. And I even said, you better be careful today. And everything I dreamt happened. Uh, so that on top of the loss, I was even wondering why I could not help, even though I saw it the night before in a vision, and why it still happened. Uh, and, you know, people think, oh, yeah, well, you could postpone certain things, but if if I see it, it's definitely going to happen. Uh, there's no changing fate and how life is is going to go. Um, there are some things you can alter, but you know I couldn't do it. I I couldn't I couldn't protect him, and uh, you know you carry a lot of a lot of guilt after things too. I I just tell everybody to you know you take those baby steps, and I'm going to tell you, Valencia. I I remember the first thing I did was. I had to go to the food store, and I'll never forget it because he did all the food shopping, and I went in the food store. I couldn't tell you where anything was. I just started crying, but it got me out of the house. <laughs> and, stuff was, and then I said, you know, I have to sink or swim. I can't stay in. I can't lose my jobs, and I can't lose my businesses, and I can't lay around. I can't lay around and do nothing. I mean, I have to get my life back, so... One step at a time. How how long before you adopted that I'm gonna swim mentality that I'm this is not going to sink me, it's not my time to go. Like how long after you lost your husband and everything was going on with that before you said, Let me tie up my shoelaces, and take a baby step? <laughs> um, it, it took me three months just to get out of the house after shocking, you know, such a shocking news. Um, and, but then, you know, it took, it, it took a whole year just to, I don't know, to wake up to the reality of it. Uh, then the second year, it was, now what? I have to move. This house is too big. I can't stay here by myself. I can't afford it now by myself. Um, the third year, you're moving. You know, it, it's 
just each year is a, you know, it's a constant change. Um, and I kept saying, and oh, I'm the biggest, the most spiritual person that ever. Like I pray all day. I, I oh, there's oh, I'm so spiritual, and I believe. First of all, in the power of prayer and divine power and angels. So, you know, even with all that, I would be like, can can I just feel like myself again? It took six years. Because there was things that happened even after that. Then my mother passed. Then it was my father. Then it was, and I got sick. But then I got a miracle. And so I felt unbelievably blessed. And I'm running around telling everybody about my miracle. And, you know, it takes a long time. I want people to have faith and hope. Um, I'm so happy now because all those experiences and everything that I went through, I got to tell you, it's easy sailing now because I already went through so many hard things that I can't imagine really anything else would bother me so much, you know. But I can help other people. I'm, I'm extremely compassionate um, and and have a lot of empathy now for people in in all these types of situations. And you can you could you know you could see how people have you know who's suffering, and I can see people differently. Um, you know, it's it's. Do um, you think you? overcoming these situations and even though it took, you know, six years, do you think overcoming these situations led you to your purpose and how so? Oh, absolutely. Um, I had to seek out help for myself uh, to make sure that I wouldn't fall into a depression or to... You know, I didn't want excuses why my life would not be work out. I want my life to work out. And, you know, I ended up going back uh, for training and to become a hypnotherapist and then uh, to do life coaching. And I just decided it was very life transforming. I decided, I, you know, there's more to life um, than working uh, just for money that I needed to have more purpose. Um, I've always done things with purpose, but I wanted even more purpose, and I wanted to reach more people. And it was just a very defining moment um, to to give back, uh, to give back. And I have to tell you, my sister would call me up and say, like, I don't know how you always come out okay after everything. And the only person I know that, that doesn't wallow in, 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 you know, why me? And, you know, I never hear you say, like, why me? And why did this happen? Because I really don't. That doesn't get you anywhere. <laughs> you know? Uh, can't change what's happened in the past. Uh, it'll hold you back for a little bit, but you got to push through. But, yeah, it's changed me uh, tremendously, tremendously. I got more spiritual. Um I um I, I I just feel great about helping so many people with what I do and it, it and I also wrote I started writing that book the first book it's time to believe um because 
I prayed a lot through a lot of things, and my prayers always got answered. And people used to call me and ask me, oh, can you pray for me? Can you pray for me? And I would, and then they, they would, they, it would happen. And they'd be like, I got what you prayed for. I'm like, well, you could pray yourself, you know. You have to learn how to pray the right way. <laughs> and then people, I think with prayer, and we discussed this um the show before last, we had a mm-hmm. minister on, and she was, she said something that has stuck with me ever since. She said a lot of times we have more faith in the in a chair, you know, like we have, <laughs> we don't have to question whether or not the chair is going to be there or the screws mm-hmm. together, the wood glue, whatever. We don't question that. We have more faith in the chair than we do, period, you know, in, in life and in our prayer. And I think a lot of times people, if you ask people, you know, do you have faith? Of course they say yes, mm-hmm. but then those, it's not true. I don't want to say true faith, but it's not as much faith as they have in the chair, basically. To some, I call, to some it, that I call it like surface faith. It's on the surface. Right. It's not deep within. So right. if you... If they could find it, if they can, if you could dig deep and deep, really dig deep and have faith from within the core of your very soul, and and that in in my book, it's time to believe in angels, spirits, within yourself. I I give you know tips and lessons on how to actually pray, and you know people. I have so many emails and you name it. And, you know, I did what's in the book, and, oh, my God, my life is changing. And I'm like, good, because it's supposed to. Um, I live through belief in spirituality. I believe if, if, I had a, if I had a situation coming up, before I call my family or friends, I call upon divine power, God, angels. I get my answers. It comes to me. I could be working and an answer will come. And I got to tell you, you know the difference between your own inner mind and an outside force that's coming through. You might get it in a, through a dream. Uh, and, and I feel people get messages all the time. They just ignore them. They're very caught up in, the, in this technological world and in, in superficial things. And, you know, turn everything off once in a while. And listen. And yeah. right. We don't allow our minds to go quiet. And I tell people, unlike most people, I enjoy cleaning. And I said, the reason why is because that is really the only time my mind mm-hmm. will go quiet <laughs> to where <laughs> I could hear the the answers or or get the clarity I need to move forward in something. Any and any other time, it ju- it just doesn't work that way for some reason. But I guess that's because when I'm when I'm cleaning, I'm in a different a different zone, so to speak, and my mind is quiet. There's no ridiculous thoughts of what needs to be done mm-hmm. or. You know, it's it's that it's that quiet that quiet time. I've tried mm-hmm. to do it before I go to bed. You know, um, my mind is way too active at night. 
I'm I'm working uh-huh. on that. <laughs> yeah, that takes time. My my mind's active at night too. But I'm going to tell you something. When you're cleaning, which is mm-hmm. funny, you say that you, that's your peaceful, quiet mind. So when you're cleaning, you don't need to use your conscious mind. You right. automatically know what you're doing in cleaning. So you you're probably quieting your conscious mind, and the subconscious mind is is moved to the forefront, and you're probably in a very nice, peaceful, relaxed mode, and that's where you get your answers. That's I've where you get your Some of my best ideas in in that moment, and what's funny is because then I have to stop and write it down or text myself because I've done that a lot. <laughs> um because I know, like, once I finish that moment, once I finish cleaning, it's like the light switch is back on. So I know I do a lot, and I know everything you do is all intersecting and attached, or like I say, married or cousins. Mm -hmm. (laughs) How do you find time to do everything that you do? Because I know you're on your, your third book and so on. How do you find time to do everything? I have to tell you, every now and then, I do get a little overwhelmed. Today was one of those days. I felt I felt that little bit of overwhelmness coming in. I kind of just took a couple of deep breaths, and I was like, you've been here before. You're here all the time with this amount of things coming at you. Just, I focus very Intensely on one thing at a time and I finish it and then I move on to the next task or the next item uh, and um, I'm very 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 well organized um, and you need to be when you're doing and handling a lot of different things um, you know I, have, I, I put a lot of stuff in folders and this is priority one I don't know I just I, I manage my thoughts to really focus um, intently on what needs to be, you know, what I need to accomplish. And if it's if it's only for 15 minutes even, I'll shut my phone off. Um, you know, a lot of people won't shut their phone off. They're, they're very distracted. <laughs> ah, you're one of those, I'm, huh? Well, I'm going to tell you're one you, of those I'm phone junkies. Well, this is this is the thing, Gina. This is the thing. I have, and I love that you hit on focus because that is like in in my group on Facebook and everywhere. That's like the the word of the week, so to speak. It's like focus. Follow one course. What is it? Follow one course until successful. So, and I've tried different methods and and trying to see what works for me, where I could focus on one thing instead of my mind going in a million and one directions, which is getting making tasks take longer than usual. Oh, yeah. But I have this thing with my phone, and is that I feel like if I turn it off, I'm going and in. I could turn it off if both my son and husband is home. If if one of them are not, you know, they're not home, I feel like I can't turn my phone off. Okay. Well, you could turn the volume off. 
it's this phone, I tell you. <laughs> you can't do it. You can't do it. I just find, like, if I'm going to set a time to make, um, if I'm going to do marketing, let's say, I'm going to spend from 7 in the morning to 8.30. That's it. At 8.30, I'm done. I, I, I allot amount of time for each thing. If I need to make um, a series of phone calls, I'll say I want to try to do them all between this time slot. Then, like, we're doing radio, and then we actually, I do some television, and then, you know, then you have to put in writing your books, and uh, and you need slots for things, and you need to have some kind of order uh, to it. Yes, life comes along, and you're not going to be able to get some things done uh, that day. You know, that's okay. It's not the end of the world, you know, but as long as you... Um, I value time, too. Um, I, I, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I don't have any, I don't have that kind of time. Yeah, you do. I could find that kind of time in your life. As a life coach, I can find you plenty of time that you have wasted or waste <laughs> on. So <laughs> if you need time, I'll trust me, I'll find it for you. Um, the thing is, People, people that want to accomplish things and um, have passion and passion mm-hmm. is driving you and you have tenacity, you make the time. You know, I, I, I laugh. I said, well, if you wanted to go, you know, buy a new car today, you'd find the time. True. You know, right? And if you, True. <laughs> know so many people, it, oh, I'm going to write a book, I'm going to write a book, but I have no time. Believe me. If you really wanted to write that book, you would find the time, as we all do. And it could be 2 o'clock in the morning, but you'll find it. Hmm. Right? I, I, I can't say anything because you just, you know, <laughs> I have the saying of uh, put me in the corner, uh, especially because I am a very organized person. And I want you to tell me if you find this is true in your own life. Once I discovered my purpose, I felt full steam ahead. And I felt like I was going 100 miles an hour. And so I would, I tried to, you know, organize everything because I'm a very organized person, but because my mindset is full steam ahead, full steam ahead, I find those moments of getting overwhelmed, and then I'm like, you know what? I'm doing nothing today. <laughs> I will shut down a day, you know, because a lot of times you, I think people fight that overwhelmed feeling until it's truly overwhelming. Oh, you're 100% right. You, when you need to take a day, that's not wasting a day. That's resting your mind so that you can go another three months being the way you <laughs> normally are. So we might only need a day or two of downtime, but then we're good for three months. It's good to know yourself. So I can go, I could go two or three months, and then all of a sudden, like, I'll be like, oh, I need two days. I got to just. Like do nothing, which nothing isn't really doing nothing. Like I might be resting, right. but I'm still coming up with ideas. You know? Right. 
unless I watch a two like two or three movies in a day and really relax and think of nothing, um, it's hard. It's hard because when you're on the go and things are coming and things are and it's everything you want and it's everything you're working for and it's everything that's making your life happy and purposeful. So it doesn't even feel like work, but you do you do can feel it. You can feel oh, let me just take a break and, you know, let me lay down for a half an hour. You know how many times I've laid down and wish I could take a, a full sleep, like a like an hour real sleep? I don't sleep. I just lay there. I'm like, oh, I should have I just stayed up doing what I was doing. But you know what? My it's body like needs roommate. to rest. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing? Yes. Yeah, all the all – all the time, I will lay in the bed um, trying to force my mind to quiet because sometimes I feel like if I could get my mind to rest, my body will catch up, and I can't get my mind to rest, so I'm just laying, you know, laying in the bed. So then I'll kind of go back into that overwhelm because I feel like I've wasted two, three hours looking at the ceiling. Mm-hmm. And didn't even get a nap in. So I know but but you did rest. Your body got to just rest and not move. Um I'll do self hypnosis on myself just to you know, put bring myself, you know, down into a, a hypnotic trance and, and really slow my mind down and that helps. So I have a little secret you know, secret tool up my sleeve here, but um I'm going to have to teach you that. <laughs> it's very helpful. Well, that, yeah, I, it sounds like it. That kind of like rolls us into the next question because yes. I know this is my question. What exactly <laughs> is, I know what hypnosis is and I know what life coaching is, but what is hypnotic life coaching? Okay. So. <laughs> It is the best kind of life coach you can have. So if you could find somebody in your area, because I know listeners listen from all over, uh, although I do life coaching via phone, but sometimes it's nice to be, you know, with somebody face-to-face in your area. And hypnotic life coaching is the blend of a hypnotherapist and a life coach. And the reason it's so powerful is that as a life coach, we get to assist you in creating the life you want uh, and achieving your goals and whatever it is you're getting coached on. I, I do book coaching. So depending on what you need coaching for, I do business coaching. Um, the hip, The hypnosis part of the coaching as a hypnotherapist allows me to help you with any issues that you need to address. So let's say I'm doing a business life coaching on, on, on you, Valencia, right? And now you're going to speak in front of 5,000 people. And you never spoke in front of 5,000 people before. And all of a sudden you have this overwhelming fear of, of public speaking. So as a, co- as, a hip- as a hypnotherapist, I can now do hypnosis on you for fear of public speaking. You get through that, down the road, we're still doing, we're still in the coaching process. You have 
anxiety for something else. So I can I can treat issues, uh, fears, phobias, anxieties, resentment, guilt, um, anything uh, that a person would need um, while they're getting. So I would uh, have to. Through. I would have to tell you, or a client would have to tell you what what's going on. See, my my thing with hypnosis. I'm like, okay, because that's like kicking in the back of my closet. I may, it's just like when I'm half sleep. I may mm-hmm. say something that I don't truly intend, not intend to say, but want to say out loud. So when I think of hip, hypnosis and life coaching, I'm like, okay, she's going to kick around in the back of that closet <laughs> with stuff. With some, no. you know, I mean, say, okay, I need help with this, and then you kick around in the back of the closet, and well, no, Valencia, I found out you need help with this. That's what I picture no. in my mind, at least. No, hypnosis isn't like that. A lot of people have like, um, you know, different thoughts about what really hypnosis is. I'm just a guide that helps guide you through your thoughts. I can actually help anybody um, who, let's say somebody has um, some kind of traumatic experience and they don't want to talk about it, I don't even have, they don't even have to tell me what the experience is. They just need to tell me the symptoms or, or, or what they're feeling from the event. They could just say, I have a fear of whatever it is, or, you know, or I really just have a lot of anxiety. That's all I need to know. I don't need to know the event. The event is in the person's mind. The thing is, you're going in, you're not in a sleep state when you're under hypnosis. You're in a trance state. And it's the daydreaming state right before you fall asleep where you might be listening with your eyes closed to the weather for the next day and you're kind of drifting off, but you're not asleep, but you're kind of waiting for the weatherman to tell the weather for the day. So you're in that little trance state. It's a very daydreamy state. We do natural hypnosis all the time, driving, um, and all of a sudden you're at the exit. On a, if you're driving on a parkway, and all of a sudden you're at the exit, and you're like, you almost missed it, and you're like, oh, my God, how did I get here? You were in a natural state <laughs> of hypnosis. <laughs> so you, and when you modify behavior or patterns, a lot of people have self-sabotaging patterns that keep repeating in their lives, and they're like, I address all that with life coaching. So I might be doing relationship coaching, and they'll be like, every time I meet somebody nice, I, I self-sabotage the relationship, and I don't know why I keep doing this. Well, there's an explanation for it. <clears throat> so your, your subconscious mind always protects you. So in the past, if you got divorced or, uh, you know, you broke up with somebody and it was a very traumatic breakup and and you felt pain and, and you almost felt of grief and sadness and everything else. So now your subconscious mind relates relationships with that and it doesn't want you to experience it again. So now you start a new relationship and you're having a great relationship and you're getting to the threshold point 
where you're would have to release and let go and and be in this relationship, and all of a sudden your subconscious mind is protecting you, and it hmm. and it says no, right? I'm gonna yes. I'm gonna do crazy things to make this person. <laughs> I'm going to scare this guy off. I'm going to scare him away. That's your subconscious mind protecting you, but it doesn't serve right. you. It doesn't serve you for the best for yourself in, in for future. It, it don't, so as a hypnotherapist, we we discuss the new, new things you would like to replace your old um, behaviors that you don't like. I don't put them in there. You just tell me. You tell me and discuss what what it is that would help you, and then I incorporate it into the session. It's fascinating. It's so helpful and so beneficial. I have to tell you, I've turned so many people's lives around with hypnotic life coaching. It's unbelievable. It, unbelievable. It sounds very, very interesting, and I know, you know, people will go to – try hypnosis for weight loss or smoking or, you know, things mm-hmm. of of that nature. So it's it's very interesting, but I don't know. Let me just kind of throw this out there. I don't know if you've seen or heard of the movie Get Out. I didn't see it. Everybody said it was Did- great. <laughs> I didn't We're going to have that. to have a – I will have to look. We're gonna to have to take that the conversation we'll have off the show. But long story <laughs> short, the guy gets hypnotized in the movie, okay. and he didn't even know he was getting hip hypnotized. You know, so uh, that's all I'm gonna say because I'm not gonna ruin the movie for you. Just oh. make sure that we talk after that. That doesn't work like that. You can't hypnotize hypnotize anybody to do anything morally or, you know, unethical. Like, I can't hypnotize and say, oh, Valencia, can you go rob a bank for me today? (laughs) It's not going to (laughs) happen. It doesn't work that way. Because you're not in a sleep state. I can't have a superpower. No. Through hypnosis. No. I'm sorry now. <laughs> yeah, you're you're gonna have to watch that movie and just make sure after you watch it that we definitely talk about okay. some some points in that movie. So um that is that's funny. So I know you're right. I kinda wanna hit back on this because I know a lot of people that oh, I wanna write a book or I'm I'm gonna write and I know even with me in in writing it's kind of like oh so what is that thing that led you to write your first book like I'm getting this done now what led you to write that book um well it's funny because you know, a lot of people through the years would say, "Wow, your stories are great," and and, the, and every time you pray, something always happens. And I don't know, I've never seen this happen before. And you should write these stories. And it's about prayer and psychic and clairvoyant events. But I still didn't write the book, even though people would tell me because 
I didn't set out to be an author. That wasn't my plan. Then I was laying in bed. I go to sleep, and I wake up, and it was as clear as day, and it wasn't my inner voice because I was having a nice sleep. And of all the nights, I don't sleep that well, and I was sleeping. And I heard, like, you have to write the book. You have to write the book. And so I'm like, okay, whatever. And guess what? I still didn't write the book. So a month later, weeks or a month later, I got woken up again and heard the voice. You have to write the book. Nothing happens till you write the book. I'm like, oh, boy, come on. Another thing I got to do? I'm thinking, all right, I'll write the book. So I start writing it. I'm having a hard time. I'm like, oh, Lord, please, you got to send me someone who can help me just a little bit. And my friend had a friend and came over, and she was an author. And she's like, you know, I told her some of my stories. And she goes, you should write a book. I said, I am, but I need a little help. And so she gave me a little few good tips. Um, on how to get it the way it's supposed to be. And I don't know, I just buckled down and said, I'm going to finish this book. I am going to write this book. I got very organized with it. I have to tell you, the beginning was really hard. Uh, If you can get to the halfway mark, you're good to go. Because once I hit the halfway mark, I'm like, oh, boy, I put so much into this, I have to finish it now. It's easy to quit before the halfway mark, um, but you know it took it took it took some time. Um, I didn't know I would get published. I didn't know I would be in Barnes and Noble. I didn't plan on it. I I just was getting sent. The people were being sent into my life, into my circle. Once I took the steps and listened to the message to write the book, everything else flowed. It seemed, it almost seems effortless. Um, I almost, I almost feel like it's weird. I, Valencia, I can almost say to you, I don't know how I got here. Wow. It's really been divine intervention and divine timing. Uh, but I'm a hard worker. Uh, nothing's, you know, it's. I put the work in, but it doesn't feel like work. If that makes sense. Understood. Understood. It was. It and if you think about it, I'm looking at it from because the way events happen in your life, a lot of people could have get would have gave up. I'm sure you know people in maybe not the same, but you know similar circumstances or things that happened that just gave up. And then yeah. all of us decided to swim. You know, I, I, I really feel like, I hope your listeners can really get this. This is so, for me, it's just so profound. Um, I realized after my husband and then my mother, they were my rocks. When they passed, they were my support team. Those were the two people. I felt alone. I was on my own. I'm I'm the oldest, um, so I'm more of the taking care of the younger siblings type. And you know, 
I realized you have to do a lot and almost everything. Well, you need the right people in your, in your path, in your life, but it's basically on you. You make your life. You make a choice. You decide where you want it to go. You decide the work you're going to put in. You know, it's really you. It's, it's not, there's no entitlement here. I've never had that entitlement feeling, not ever in my whole life. You know, it's not supposed to be given to me. I'm, you're supposed to work for these things. And there's something so beautifully bittersweet about doing it um, with faith and belief and spirituality and doing it from, from divine source. It's just from inside your soul that it wasn't just handed to you. You know, there's just something beautiful about it. It's, it's, it's a million times more rewarding. But you have to push yourself. I agree. Because I've seen people in the same or similar situations or circumstances of that I dealt with, and it's I re- it, it wasn't until as I, you know, got older and started to, meet people and talk to people, and I realized, wow, I could have just went, like I say, all the way left. And mm. for a time, I I did. But then I, I knew it didn't feel right, and I came back. But some people don't have that I'm going to overcome anything. A lot of people, you know, we use excuses and it's a reason and because I had this childhood and you know this person died or this person treated me that way it's it's easier sometimes to find an excuse not to than a reason to do absolutely it's much harder to do it's much harder (laughs) um you know it's you have to put in the time and the energy and the work. Um, but you want to know something? I know you have you live a purposeful path, and you know you found it. I found it, and it's you know to teach it to other people to get to that purposeful place and and have a life where they feel good of getting up and working that day or doing the job that they do, and you know to. Be appreciative and have a lot of gratitude for what you've given. Um, you know, life life is um, precious and short. Uh, the time is so valuable. So, you know, find it. You know, find what you need. If you you know, you have to do a lot of soul searching. You do it. You know, I do a lot of spiritual hypnotherapies. Um, and I love them. So I do like past life regression and uh, deep soul energy healing and soul realignment. You know, a lot of people need to get back. And I feel like it's, a, it's uh, more and more people are more open and accepting, accepting uh, these spiritual hypnotherapies. They really, really do want to get back in touch um, and find and live long and have long lasting happiness. So can you we can we really can we really be happy all the time? <laughs> um <laughs> I don't know about all the time because 
you know, you could feel content. Uh, you could feel, you know, satisfied with your life. And, you know, as long as you're moving forward, you're going to feel good about your life and um, 100% happiness. Um, I don't know, because, you know, you're, you're, we're still here suffering loss and grief and, you know, life happens. And, yeah, there's going to be those times when you're not feeling too good or happy. Uh, but that's part of life. It's not. It's not meant to be a total happy trip. It's, we're supposed to learn, grow, and evolve. Um, those low, low, low points have gotten you, have gotten me to a more purposeful place. So without them, where would we be? So they're they're worth they're worth going through. Because honestly, I don't know if if I would not have went through the things I went through and overcame them, I don't know that I would be who I am and do what I'm doing today. Maybe in a different way, I, I'm not sure, because I think regardless of what if it's your purpose and you seek it, you'll find it. But I would have been a different version of, me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't I don't know if I would have been ready for that. So <laughs> I wanted to um I know you teach courses and write books and how can the audience find them and find you? Oh, this can go on my website is gchypnotherapy.com. dot com. Uh dot com. Uh, everything is there. You can email me, phone numbers, uh, all the services I do. The books uh, are on there. And I also I teach at the Institute of Hypnotherapy in Edison, New Jersey. Uh, that, that website for the courses are partstherapy.com, P-A-R-T-S, therapy. And uh, basically through my website is the easiest way um, because everything's on there. So GC Hypnotherapy is um, is the website. And there's some really interesting stuff on there. Just browse around, have a good time, uh, and, uh, and check everything out. Um, so, but I, I hope everybody finds their purpose and purposeful path in life. Um, I really do, because it's a wonderful place and feeling to be um, when you're on now, that Now, I know you have a book signing coming up. I do. Is that, if you could tell us real quick about that and how mm-hmm. can we get information, is that on the website also about the book signing? Uh, the book signing, you could find me on Facebook, uh Gina Canone, it should say spiritual hypnotherapist uh, is my business page, or just Gina Canone, which is Canon with an E at the end, <laughs> C-A-N-N-O-N-E. Um, the, the second book is coming out. It's Automatic Trance Writing, The Power to Receive Messages from Beyond. It's a how-to. Uh, because I do automatic trance writing in my mediumship readings. It's a fascinating book. Um, 
it, it could be a little scary, but it's not. I mean, it's it's something you could try on your own and enjoy uh, learning the technique to do it. And the book signing will be at the Barnes & Noble in Freehold, New Jersey, on June 1st at 6 p.m. So if you're in this area, the New York, New Jersey area, coming out on June 1st, uh, I will be there doing a workshop and a book signing. So I'm excited. Yay. My second book. <laughs> I know. Well, mm-hmm. congratulations. Who knew? The angels knew. I and, didn't know. <laughs> hey, it's, you've opened up the doors, and now it's a, truly a world of possibilities and great things. I want to thank you so much for giving us a, a great lesson and telling your story. And as we say here, welcome to the Define You Radio family. What one tip would you like to leave the audience with tonight? to help them overcome anything? Hmm. Just one tip? Just one. Uh, well, always think positive and feel good about what you are doing uh, and do not compare yourself or compete with others. Uh, just be authentic you and you'll you'll just be on a path going to be for you and 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 always consult your own conscious mind well thank How's you miss dina <laughs> that that's that's great more than one but all of them were needed <laughs> make sure you guys connect with gina at www.gchypnotherapy.com remember guys knowledge is one thing but applying it is a whole other. What one thing can you apply from tonight's show to help you define your life? Let us know on Define You Radio's Facebook page and join Define You Movement on Facebook for the live after show party at 8.30 Central tonight. I'm closing with the quote as usual from Gracie Alvarez. The more obstacles I overcome, the stronger I become. Pins and papers down. Class is officially over. <laughs>